0: Like to talk last week, or maybe there being a little bit of a tension or uneasiness with the deadline coming up. And I know it's still, still coming. But there were some changes yesterday. So you noticed change in all of this? Um, I noticed change when uh, Teddy and Justin didn't play, and there was that tension existed around the team. Players wondering what was going on, and um, I think the two days or the two games when they didn't play, it kind of washed itself out. So. Uh, that's been done. It's it's put aside. We're moving on from that. But there still is uh, tension or apprehension with every team in the league. All seven or eight hundred players are wondering what's going to happen to their team or to them personally, and it's just what happens with the trade deadline. Is it just that confidence that Justin Schultz? You saw that he just couldn't find that confidence. Justin's a. He, first of all, he's a great human being. He's a great individual. You like being around him, and and he does a, a lot of real good things. Um, in the locker room and his personality guys like being around him and he's going to get an opportunity with a new team Um, belief system is really important for players they feel when people believe in them or don't believe in them and that can range from teammates to a coaching staff to an organization even to the fans and um, when you know somebody uh, believes in you you have a better chance at success and um, you know i take full responsibility as a coach for this season Uh, the belief system dwindled uh, a little bit with justin and uh, I'm sure that affected him. So we wish him well. We know he's going to be uh, um, have a, a good, long, healthy career in the league, and, and uh, hopefully he picks that up in, in Pittsburgh. He was good friends with a lot of those guys in there. They had come up kind of together. In your experience, what's the dynamic with one of those guys when somebody loses a good friend? And three of those guys you really tight with him. And how does that? It well I don't I don't look at it that way I don't think you're losing a good friend I think you're losing a teammate because if he's your buddy he's still your buddy if he's playing in Pittsburgh he's still a good friend and you're connecting with him and and uh, that's what friends do they don't have to see each other every day um, losing a teammate affects uh, affects each other the ability to go have a pregame meal with with the same guy that you've had uh, day in and day out um, it, it affects you it changes routine uh, for some guys you have a safety net within the locker room where you can go and discuss things uh, with them. Somebody's lost that if they use Justin in that situation. So, But as far as friendships go, uh, I think that you continue on, and I uh, sure hope you do because if that's what friends do. Uh, the effort that wasn't there at the end of the homestand was suddenly there in, in Los Angeles and Anaheim. How does the switch get uh, flipped like that? Uh, well, pride has to kick in. We talked about that after the Ottawa game, and um, I don't think anybody... Uh, was anywhere close to being pleased with the input into the games, um, you know, the last little bit of that homestand. And uh, when the input is uh, really weak and poor, uh, the output's gonna be even worse, and, and we proved that. So um, the fact that we went into two tough buildings and and uh, maybe had a little bit of fear in our in our game, and, and I don't mean afraid to play, but I mean afraid to lose, uh, we became a scrappier team. I used that word the other day. We scratched and clawed for ice and checked our way. And, and were we pretty or perfect? Absolutely not. But it gave us a chance to win. Uh, it has to be that way from now till uh, you know middle of April, it's or good. we have no no chance of success. My apologies, no problem. Uh, the it to the How about the Bears? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to start with that. Okay, but now let's get back to the Oilers. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Are you an agent I- now, too? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, yeah. yeah. uh, Last time you played, the Islanders did not go well. Uh, nope. and, and they've got a team great record against the Western Conference uh, this year. Any, just a thought on the matchup and maybe why they've had the degree of success they have against the West? Well, um, I can't speak for the, the rest of the teams out West, but uh, they drilled us. You know in every every sense of the 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 game from the goaltender to the blue line to the offense to the defense to the power play penalty kill they absolutely drilled us that night um i would say they had their a game and we were nowhere near ours and uh, things snowballed on us so um as you you know throughout your year or years you have those games and you've got to move on from them um so when I prepare or we prepare our team tonight, there's not a lot of uh, video clips that we're going to use from that game because we were just that bad. So, uh, but they are uh, they're, they're, they're a very deep team. They don't get enough credit for that. They've given up 14 goals, 5-on-4 four all year. 14. You know, some teams have given that up in a month. Um, they've given up that all year. So their special teams are elite. Uh, they're very deep down the middle. Um, you know, when you're... Second or third line center scoring 20 goals. That's uh, that's awfully nice. So uh, very deep, and their uh, their confidence level's high. So that, that naturally they're going to win more than they lose. So as a former Islander and now the, the coach of the Oilers, can you touch on just you know how great the rivalry was in the 80s and the fact that tonight is the last time you know they'll play in this building? Geez, you know I, I didn't even think about that, but it's a, it's a real good point. And um, you know, unfortunately for me, I wasn't involved in either either of those. I was. I think in Springfield in, in the American League. So, But um, you, uh, maybe even some of the, the younger people in here probably don't remember those series, but you'd remember them real well. But uh, tremendous, excellent hockey. Um, wars, I remember, uh, who was it? I think it was, was it on the Islander side or the Oilers? I think it was the Islander side, and they said that they, uh, or was it was the Oilers. I remember the story I think the oilers the first time they lost, but they uh they walked by the islander dressing room, and those guys were they had won the cup and they were dead. the cuts and bumps and bruises and ice bags and the celebration was pretty subdued because they didn't uh there was nothing left of them they were they were worn right out and I think Edmonton walked by, and they were still a little bit fresh, and that was a learning moment for for the oilers to to get over the hump but uh the Hall of famers that played in those games the uh the fan interaction at that time. Um, it was pretty fun to watch for the for those old enough to remember it. Todd, um, with Herschel being moved, and you've done it the last couple of games with Cassie and maybe getting a little bit of a look down at Paul and, and Drysaddle, just what have you liked about that and Zach's skill set, you know, the size and the, and the skill combined? Well, I think you maybe answered your own question. The size and the skill combined is, is what we're trying to get to uh, and maybe open up the ice a little bit for Leon, so he doesn't have to haul big bodies around. Taylor is a bit of a bully on the on the left side. Zach can be that on the right. Um, he's had a a lot of experience playing up in the lineup, and um, you know he's got some grit in his game, which can open up ice there as well. So we're trying it for a while. I think as the as the season wears on, we'd like to find something that uh, works for all four lines. Um, we obviously need to score more than than one a night to help everybody out. Uh, on the team and especially the goaltenders. So that'll be a goal of ours.